This Week in Hearthstone is a fan-made news podcast created by Ryan Kubo. All articles are publicly available news articles, and all news articles are credited in the podcast audio as well as in the show notes. No profit is made off of this show and was purely created to give personal opinions and insight into the game of Hearthstone. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of This Week in Hearthstone. This is episode number 36 back on schedule as always after our little PSA episode from last week. Um, if you guys missed out last week's episode, I would highly recommend for you guys to go check it out. It's a pretty short episode of about 10 minutes, not saying that this one's going to be any longer though, <laughs> where I do go over kind of my opinion on the Blitzchung uh, controversy that's been happening at Blizzard slash uh, in the Hearthstone community as well. So if you guys would like to know my take on that, if you guys would like to see what I said about that and stuff, uh, I would highly recommend to go and check out that episode. I know that there's been a couple of updates since then about what's been going on and stuff like that within uh, that controversy. I know that there's been some responses and there was a re-ruling of uh, the punishment, etc., but like I said in that episode, I don't want to focus too much on that uh, controversy, and I kind of want to just move past it. Uh, at the end of the day, this is kind of a non-opinionated, or at least I tried to try to not uh, non-opinionated uh, news information podcast for Hearthstone, where I'm just trying to get you guys as many news articles for Hearthstone as I can in one place as fast as possible and as quickly as possible. It's hence the reason why the episodes are so short. So. Moving forward, I don't think that I'll be mentioning it anymore. Just an FYI to everyone that's out there as well. But uh, yeah, let's just jump right into uh, this episode. Actually, before we do, just want to remind all of you guys, wherever you may be, um, twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo is the best place to follow me if you want to check out my live streams or just hang out with me IRL. We do play games like Hearthstone, but then other games as well like TFT or Fortnite or kind of whatever, a little bit of everything if you kind of just want to hang out there. We also do record the podcast there live every Thursday night at around 9. 9.30 p.m. PST. So if you did want to come in and watch the episodes early, then you can always check that out. For anyone who's coming over from any other website, remember that we do have Spotify and iTunes links as well as YouTube links, which you can check out in your episode description down below. Uh, you know, Go subscribe there if you would like to listen to this podcast on the go as quickly as possible as well. So you should definitely go and uh, check that out. Um, but yeah, let's just jump right into it. We have a handful of articles that are coming out today or whatever, one of them not even being about Hearthstone, but it's something that I definitely want to cover since it's kind of the big elephant in the room. But let's start off with the Hearthstone news. If it's your guys' first time here, the first two articles, we always go over the new Tavern Brawl as well as the meta report, and then we get into kind of the news of what's been happening this week. So let's jump right into it. As you guys know, it's Doom in the Tomb week number two. This is the three to four week event they are having for Hearthstone uh, in conjunction with Halloween, which is on October 31st. Not sure if Halloween's an international uh, holiday or celebration, quote unquote, but it is here in the States. So it's a lot of ghostly and ghost themed type of stuff. So keep in mind that the second Tavern Brawl is here. Uh, it's kind of the same thing, but this time around it is up to Reno and the League of Explorers to join the run and destroy um, 
you know, the headless horseman. This brawl, once again, is a tavern, uh, or sorry, a dungeon run-like crawl. There is eight bosses. You go through it, and you try to beat it as fast as possible to get some bonus rewards. I was able to one-shot this with Warrior. It's pretty easy. Uh, luckily, this time around, all nine classes are unlocked for you as well. So if you guys do have some quests that are like, you know, win two with warrior or win two with rogue it's pretty easy to get it through this thing through pve uh you know if you want to do it even faster you can always reset your dungeon run and just fight the first two to three bosses as well which are normally pretty easy as well if you want to do that um overall though if you want to get just your classic pack what you need to do is you need to just um beat one boss and you'll automatically get the classic pack um, but there are some more information on this. If you do complete the run in under one hour, you receive a golden common temple berserker. Uh, and then if you complete the run in under 40 minutes, you do earn a golden rare generous mummy, which you can also just disenchant for some extra dust. As well as if you complete all eight bosses, you do get a rise of shadows pack and a savers of Uldum pack. So you will be able to beat, um, you know, all uh, get, you know, a handful of packs. So I would definitely say it's worth it or whatever. Um, this week's login reward, you do receive another free arena ticket for logging in for um, the dual class arena. Remember, the dual class arena is a special Halloween event where you choose a class and then you choose a hero power and then you build a deck with a combination of both those hero powers. So you can have Paladin Rogue or et cetera, et cetera, and you get Paladin and Rogue cards in your arena, um, you know, uh, games which is pretty fun. Uh, if you did not spend your arena ticket from last week, remember that um, you will have another one, so you can actually stack these. So if you don't play the three weeks, you can actually stack these for three arena tickets. There's no mention, but from what I understand, it usually stacks beyond Halloween. So if you guys don't like the dual class arena thing for whatever reason, from my understanding, these will <coughs> transfer over uh, to the normal arena as well if you want to get three arena tickets. Uh, remember that the rewards are exactly the same as um, you know with any arena, uh, the same gold amounts. Uh, the pack you do get is Savers of Uldum as well. So, I mean, to be fair, you're not going to be getting any benefit packs from doing it now or doing uh, these arena quests later. But why not? Do them now. You're already logged in to do stuff. So go and check that out. Get your pack or a couple of packs or however good you are at arena. I know for me, I'm pretty bad. So I'll probably get one. Uh, you also get a legendary quest this week as well. So you guys probably have already know, know this, but just keep a heads up that you probably should keep that third quest slot uh, you know, empty so that it doesn't cover up another quest. But you do receive a quest that's called Happy Hollow's End. You just play 50 cards in any single mode and you will get about packs. You will get one from, uh, it looks like Witchwood, <clears throat> and you will get one from Savers of Uldum just for playing card packs as well. So some pretty cool, neat little card packs as well and free goodies that you get for this week. Next up, we do have the Vicious Syndicate data report number 144. This is the first data report that we have after, um, you know, the wild cards have come into uh, Hearthstone. So keep that in mind. Once again, just kind of going to go briefly over this, but I would highly recommend that you check out your show notes and check out the article for this Um article because it does go into bigger depth but so far it looks like a lot of the quests that we had before or a lot of the decks that we had before are buffed up already it's just that um they're better or more improved 
with um, the wild cards in them, if that makes sense. And that's something that's not totally uncommon with wild sometimes. You will sometimes see that where a deck is really good in standard, and then someone will take that standard deck and make it a wild deck, but because of wild cards, add different cards or replace certain cards, and it will be uh, you know exponentially better. That's kind of happening here right now. Uh, but Agro Shaman is number one. We have the Secret Highlander Hunter deck at number two. Combo Priest is still very strong at number three. Quest Shaman, Murloc Shaman, and Highlander Paladin. Don't want to go through this too, uh, you know, too long, but uh, I would definitely check this out if you're looking for any type of decks. Uh, I don't think the meta is solved yet, but we are seeing kind of the same thing where people are taking standard decks, at least for now, that were very powerful before. And then adding, throwing in a rag, throwing in a Sylvanas, or throwing in whatever to try to see how it works. Uh, next up, we do have the Masters Tour Bucharest Survival Guide. This is the third and final installment of the 2019 Hearthstone Masters Tour. So remember that with Hearthstone, they don't have any more uh, these online like tournaments or whatever, at least being streamed live. They have these Hearthstone Master Tours where you qualify through uh, online tournaments that aren't really streamed or whatever. Uh, if you win these or whatever, then you get a pretty big, uh, you know, prize money as well as you'll be invited by blizzard for um you know achievements and stuff like that to grandmasters uh, uh circuit as well as well as the blizzcon championship so to earn a spot you had to be invited by blizzard because of points achievements um and getting top 16 and the ranked ladder etc 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 um you know six players uh were uh Six players being relegated at the end of Season 2 Grandmasters. The stakes can be higher. The two players from each region from the highest earnings in this year's Master Tour events earned themselves an invitation to the 2020 season of the Grandmasters. So keep that in mind. Remember that the bottom two players of Grandmasters will be kicked out, and they will be replaced from two players from each region as well. This event does take place October 18th to 20th, so as the recording of this right now, it will be um, you know going on. And uh, you can check it out over at twitch.tv slash play Hearthstone. A lot of grandmasters have also, uh, you know, grandmasters, if you are already qualified, can also enter these as well, which is pretty cool. Uh, keep in mind that there is a Twitch Drops reward coming again for these as well. So uh, they, uh, the format remains the same. If you watch one hour or, yeah, if you watch a total of three hours, you get a saver of Uldum pack. And you get a second pack for watching six hours of the Play Hearthstone event as well. So keep that in mind. You just basically just need to watch six hours. You need to have the stream. You can either interact or just watch. You don't need to type anything. You can just lurk as well and just have the stream on volume unmuted for six hours. And also make sure that you have your Twitch linked to your Blizzard account as always. Just lurk and watch and you will get two packs. Also, every hour, Blizzard is giving out 1,500 classic packs to random viewers. Besides the other, besides the first two that you get from watching the six hours, the other ones, the 1,500 classic packs, are totally random. Keep in mind as well that some regions are not available to get those 1,500 random classic packs because of gambling laws, I guess, etc. So make sure you go and check that out as well. But uh, yeah, good luck to everyone who is competing. The last article that I wanted to go, go over, and this isn't really a Hearthstone article per se, but this is for a new game that is coming out um, 
very shortly. Well, I should say very shortly, but in about a year's time. Uh, if you guys missed it, Riot Games had a pretty big announcement on their 10th anniversary stream, which happened October 15th. And this was their 10-year anniversary stream. Uh, if you guys didn't know, they announced a handful of games. They announced that they're working on an FPS tactical shooter. They announced that they're uh, coming out with a fighting game. There is a game that they didn't technically announce, but a lot of people are saying it is an action RPG game. And the last game that they announced, which um, immediately after the broadcast uh, was able to get out, uh, was a card game to compete with Hearthstone called Legends of Runeterra. Uh, it is currently in pre-register access for now. So what you do is if you go to my show notes once again, you can go and check out this article. There is a highlighted link here. You would click that link to pre-register for access. That will take you to playrunterra.com. From there, you can pre-register and sign up for the game. Uh, you can pre-register for it on Android, which basically just means that you're getting notified. You'll get apparently a cosmetic poro for pre-registering as well once the game comes out. The game is planned to be launched sometime in 2020. Yeah, the game right now, currently the beta is only on PC, but you will be able to get it on iOS and Android with obviously cross-platform support, just like Hearthstone does. Um, apparently right now, the game has uh, the core gameplay, matchmaking, region awards, a vault, and quests. Uh, but keep in mind that the beta is only around, or this preview patch, I guess we should call it, is only going to be available until uh, October 20th. If you guys do watch any people streaming Legends of Runeterra, by the way, every hour on the hour, they are giving out a ton of keys. I was able to get my key a couple of days ago, so I actually have played this game uh, quite a bit on and off stream as well to check it out. So go... Uh, go sign up and register for a beta key. Also, go and watch uh, anyone playing um, Legends of Runeterra or streaming Legends of Runeterra. It doesn't matter if they're a big stream or a small stream. The chances are still basically the same, and every hour you could possibly get a key for this. We're not going to go too much into it, so I'd highly recommend to check out the article, but the full card database, database is out, the keywords are out, etc., and gameplay is out uh, as well. Uh, the deck building of the game consists of 40 cards and you use up to two colors or two regions as they call them as well. Uh, the round structure is very interesting. Every round you alternate actions with your opponent. They play a card and then you play a card. One player goes offensive and one on defense. The player on offense gets to make a play. They can play a card or attack. If they play a card, the defending player gets to play a card. Then they can choose to play a card or attack again. If they attack, defending player chooses blockers. Uh, so keep that in mind as well, or spells or buffs or whatever it might be. Uh, the Nexus is at 20 uh, points, uh, 20 health points as well. Uh, the way that uh, the way that you obtain cards in this game is actually very, very interesting. And I'm really excited for this game, if only just to see the meta kind of shake up when it comes to like uh, traditional card games so as you guys know in traditional ccg card games you usually have to buy packs and what are packs essentially well they're basically loot boxes right even in just traditional standard card games like magic the gathering Yu-Gi-Oh, and pokemon the physical card games you usually buy packs but most people or quite a few people use actual uh you know buy singles and that is basically what you can do in this game uh, there are no packs to buy in this game. You purchase individual cards in the shop for a price point. 
So what does that mean? Well, basically in the shop, there are limited amounts of wild cards. Now, what is a wild card? It basically can turn any card into a card that you want. So there are commons, rares, epics, and legendary cards. And in uh, with these purchases, you can buy, say, 10 rare cards. And then you would go to the collection and craft 10 rare cards, whichever ones you want. So think of it like this. Instead of buying packs, you are buying dust in heart, like in Hearthstone. And you're buying enough dust to craft 15 rare cards. And then you get to pick and choose what rare cards that you want to buy. So in the beta, they gave you a handful of wild cards. And it was super nice to not have to, you know, RNG packs and, oh, hopefully I get something. No, I didn't. Oh, well, I'm stuck now. I can't really play this beta. So I was able to look and pick and choose cards that I found interesting and kind of craft cards. So that's going to be the way that the game is going to be sold. There are no loot boxes or anything like that, at least for the core cards themselves. So that should be pretty interesting as well. Uh, right now, or also, I should mention the free-to-play mechanic is pretty good. Uh, every time you play the game, you have a level and a progression bar, and that levels up every time you play. You gain experience, etc., and from there you can unlock stuff. Uh, the rate of free-to-play stuff seems to be pretty fast. Uh, one of the things that I thought was pretty interesting as well is that you have, um, essentially, you'll have um, just different colors in the game which are called regions but they're essentially colors or hero classes and they all have their own progression system and you can choose which progression system you want to go to and switch up every time so for example if you want to unlock more green cards you can just switch over to green and start playing to unlock so it's literally uh play to play the more you play the more you unlock there's also a thing called the vault chest which is a weekly chest now, with this weekly chest, there's no way to buy this, obviously, but all experience that you gained for the week goes into this chest. At the end of the week, it opens up and gives you a ton of rewards, depending on how much you've played. So remember, keep in mind, it's not how good you did or how bad you did. Uh, when you win, you get about 100 XP. When you lose, you get about 50 XP as well. And all that will go into this vault chest at the end of the week, which is uh, a week is considered, I guess, Friday. The vault chest will open up and give you some pretty cool stuff. Overall, I think I, I really like this game. Not sure if it will take over for Hearthstone for me. I've been playing a lot of TFT as well. But uh, it definitely seems like the pricing model is really, really good. We'll have to see where the cracks and stuff like that end up happening with this game. But from what I understand, it looks like it might be a good game to play on the side. Uh, it looks like a game that you know, you'll eventually be able to unlock stuff as well. So definitely check out the show notes for this one and uh, playrunterra.com to be able to sign up for a beta key. You might not get it for the October 15th, 20th, but there's going to be another beta on November 14th to 19th. They say that they're going to have early closed beta in 2020 in Q1, and then they said the game will launch officially in later in 2020 with mobile and open access. So keep that in mind. Anyway, guys, that is going to be it for this episode of This Week in Hearthstone. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, listening, and hanging out. I really do appreciate you guys coming back each and every week. And I will see you guys next week. Take care, guys. Peace.